So I was like uh, talking to a friend and uh, uh, I, I was telling him like, I would have forgotten the joke 20 seconds after it was said, but you know what? You know what? Now I remember, now I will remember forever. G.I. Jane, G.I. Jane. <laughs> How you guys doing? Oh, are we on a, uh, are we recording? Uh, yeah, we are. What? Oh shit. Oh, damn. You know, just for that, I'm going to make you watch G.I. Jane. And you're you're going to give a, a in-depth 10-minute review of G.I. Jane on the next podcast. No, 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 no. Okay, but if you do that, you can't mention she who must not be named. Yeah. you got to keep her name out your mouth, dude. Yeah. Jada? Wow! Cue the music. This man actually slapped himself. <laughs> He's committed. No one can even see the video of this. This is all audio. And, and Ruben just slapped himself for that bit. I want that to be recorded. I, I, I hope, I hope you hear this segment after the theme music. This man just slapped himself for that. Now we're cueing the music. Ow! Oh, he did it again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed. I am Ruben Kiros. I am one third of Cubed and I am being joined by, first off, another third of Cubed, Jacob Kiros. Yes. Man, Jacob finally figured out how fractions work. I got it, baby! (laughs) And I'm JQ, the last third of Cubed. Finally Finally had time to actually film this thing. Uh, It's been a very busy week. Uh, a very busy last few weeks for all of us. We're all busy. Uh, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to finish all my stuff to graduate my master's program. JQ's trying to finish um, preparing for his trumpet uh, performance recital. I have a senior, senior recital, recital coming up. Yeah, I had a senior recital coming up. I had a presentation on one of my poems that I wrote today uh, that I had to you know prepare for. I have one of my poems coming out on the Vanderbilt Review. I have a publication right here. You know, I, I'm out here making moves. I'm flex. making moves. Yeah, dude. flex, man. I'm a creative now, officially. Ar- is that Armstrong talking? Is that who? Flex. Flex oh Armstrong. <laughs> oh and, then, and then obviously Jacob uh, busy with high school uh-huh. and all the pain of high school that yes. Jonathan, you with, and I remember. And trying to pick a card. Busy making all these dumbass jokes. Huh? Freaking writing them over what? here. I, I am not writing. This This is straight off the dome, all right, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah, life up, life, yeah, life update for Jacob. He has made it into how many of the schools that you applied to? All of them. All of them. All got, of them. How, got, ma- how many did he apply he got to? got into was, like nine. Nine. I think. Yeah, nine schools. You got waitlisted on one because but he I, doesn't even want to go there. I didn't. I didn't send my ACT score. You got waitlisted because he didn't send his ACT score so, to that school. Yeah, and I said I would. So yeah. But yeah, he's still trying which, to make that decision. Which which school was that? It was Baylor. Ah, yeah, no, no, you don't got. You don't want to go to Waco. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, weren't you? Did you try out at Baylor? Yeah, because yeah, the trumpet, because the trumpet studio there is phenomenal. Um, the the teachers there are really good. Uh, but that's. A pop culture that uh, people are not aware of because it's not quite pop, but it is culture. Mm. See, I've heard shit about Baylor, but the shit I've heard about Baylor is everybody's good. heard shit about Baylor. It's a, because of the athletics program uh, and, and what happened with the athletic program. You guys want to look that up? Yeah. I think it might be a little too heavy yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, on yeah, a yeah, comedy yeah. podcast. Yeah, the NCAA basketball team won last year. 
Take a yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just move on. This, so we're People gonna, suffered. I know. No, Since we've been off for a bit, and you know, not many news stories caught my attention when I was looking. Uh, we're just gonna go off the top. Um, the news is so got, so boring nowadays. I mean, they're not really like appealing to my senses like they usually do. You know what I'm saying? Where's my? Where is my? Oh. <laughs> Where are my sensationalist headlines? Open any. Where's, where's my, you know, where's my education? Where's my entertainment news? Exactly. Okay. I'm yeah, sorry, okay. <laughs> so instead of doing news off the top, we're gonna just talk about literally what we've been watching, what has gone on in general, but like no big news stories, I guess, mm. that we're gonna talk about leading off the show. So first off, um, we're going to do a first for the podcast. Um, yeah, so last week, uh, Town. Yes. Oh, he left. So yeah, we, uh, Town, the touring company, was coming through Omaha, exactly. and we decided to go watch it. And, and guess who's not in Omaha? JQ. Guess who is <laughs> silent in rage right now? <laughs> Because you're not I so silent anymore. Musical. No, no, not so silent anymore. Hey, 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 shut the hell up. Maybe I should be I, speaking hey, for hey. you. Shut up. <laughs> I am the musical one around here, all right? Mm-hmm. I listened to Hades Town mm-hmm. back in like 2021, mm-hmm. two years after it released. Granted, all right? Granted. Granted. But you know what? These bastards didn't even know about the damn musical until I told them about it a week ago. And nah, then they nah. A week it. ago? A week ago? No, no, no. No. Here's what happened. So Jacob was going through Chicago, and the touring company for Hating Sound was in Chicago yeah. uh, when Jacob was there. Exactly. I was curious because it was the only musical in town, that big musical in town. So I asked Jonathan, hey, Jonathan. What's this Hades Town thing? And then he like told me kind of what it was, and I looked up the album, liked a couple of the songs, and then I noticed, oh, it's coming to Omaha. So I bought a, some tickets, and we went to watch it last Saturday afternoon. And um, it's not coming into Nashville until November of this year. You know what? You're gonna live there this year, so you're gonna be fine. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be able to watch it. Yeah, God would. I'm upset. Fifty thousand on my name. Okay, I can't sing that. That's copyrighted. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that is a controversial figure. All right. Wait, who is yeah. that? Because because of his uh, liking of uh, something of, of children. Wait, yeah, who the perhaps. Hell, wait, who the hell are you? We're talking uh, about Drake. <laughs> Drake Aubrey and his questionable. Oh, we're talking about Aubrey. Millie, Millie about Bobby Brown uh, scandal thingy. It, it's not just Millie. Nope, it was okay, Millie. okay. Let's just cut this out. Uh, it off. Okay, so Hades Town is that that's a musical about the the story of. Uh, so it's a modernization of the Greek myth of Orpheus and Eurydice. Yep. Which um, has already been told in many an opera over the last few years. So it's been told a... everywhere. No, but it's a, but I mean, it's a like, modern retelling about... of the story in New Orleans style, yeah. like musical. Yeah. Style. So I'm uh, saying New though that there is a historical musical tradition of this story being told via like either theater opera that kind of thing because it's a story that's so closely tied to the idea of music orpheus is like a the son of a muse right exactly exactly so like it's something that's been covered again and again and this is the most modern iteration of that story in the most mm-hmm. modern well i guess not technically the most modern form of music but it is a modern take on it so yeah mm. 
so the musical is as we were referencing it's it's like a new orleans style what's really unique about the music here you don't have a pit orchestra for this thing no you have a trombone some strings a piano on stage and then in the backstage you have a drum set yeah um and that's it that's all i don't even think it's a full drum set because this man came out like after the show like with the with the snare drum hanging off like you know his shoulders and and the hi hat like hanging off the the rim of the snare drum. So like this. That's was the just... all. That's the only pit <laughs> orchestra you need for that type of music. That's literally all you need. That's and... what you need. It's it's what you need to make that type of music. You need yeah. a combo. You need a combo size like ensemble, and you're and you're ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let's just get. I love this thing. Yeah. This thing was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um. From from mm-hmm. the from the beginning, from I the mean, like they, they they interact with the crowd like so so often. Yes, they they break the fourth wall. They break yeah. it a ton, and I really like it because of the element of the show, yep. which is it's them telling the story that's been told before. Basically, mm-hmm. um, the god Hermes, for whatever reason, is telling the story. Whether it's by punishment by the gods for something else that he's forced to like tell this story again and again, not in the show itself i don't know if that's the greek myth itself um but it seems like he's just continuously telling the story from like what you get from the musical um i really love the themes in this thing yeah um as well um i don't want to spoil the show i mean i feel like most people are going to know the greek myth here um but still just in case i will not give it away uh but basically i love you you millennials haven't read Percy Jackson. Don't know about don't know about Greek tragedies. I mean Greek stories, tragedies. I, I actually I actually did not know the ending of the story. You've never that, heard this before. That's because oh, no. you're an uncultured swine. That's because he's effing seventeen. Yeah, come on, come on. I knew about it when I was thirteen. Man, you were a no nerd. Shit. Everyone's exposed to things at different times in their lives. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Like reality. <laughs> oh, to drop those. And sometimes sooner, sooner than than others. You know what I'm saying? Like reality drops drops on you, and you you can't really like do anything but accept. So yeah, they just take... like in this musical. What I okay, getting back to my point. So what I love about this musical is they take this uh, classic myth, which is basically a tragic love story, mm-hmm. and they place it in the context of modern America's problems, basically. It's a commentary on capitalism through Hades. Hades in this basically is building a megapolis um, with freaking neon lights, tall ass walls, um, working the, like his workers basically to death, literally. (laughs) They're literally already dead. Yeah, they're already dead. They sold their souls. See, that's what I didn't get. What? Like, he literally. Ruben, they go. There's a whole song about, like, Eurydice signing a contract. Remember that? Like, uh, behind closed you can doors. Either, it's like. It's like. When it comes to the, the, the concept of Hades, you end up there when you're dead. But I think there's also. Like, no, there's I know the, in the original Greek mythology it's that, but I was trying to figure out if in the version they're telling here, if it's still, like, 
clearly deaf. I know they reference deaf, but I'm like trying I to... I would assume so. They reference it. No one <laughs> dies in this version of reality. Not a single person can die. No, I can't. It's a death. It's fair. It's, it's death fair. in a sense. It's still death of the person, you know? It's still death of their identity. Death of their no. memories. Um, No, but what I... Anyway, what I... Yeah. As I was saying, commentary on capitalism. Mm. Commentary... Um, what else? Um, idealism and versus realism. Mm-hmm. You have the idealistic Orpheus um, trying to set the world around him right, um, trying to play against these forces that are above him. He's um, trying and to then you have London to love. Yes, thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> and then you have you have the realism of everyone else confronting him. You have um, you really trying to survive and get food mm-hmm. for them. You have. Um, Hades and Persephone just trying to go about their own god lives, and you have Hermes there just, uh, you know? To tell the story. To tell the story. I I do think you misunderstood Hermes kind of like... When at the end he says, why do we talk about it again and again? He wasn't just talking about within the confines of the show. It's like I said, this is a story that again and again gets adapted for the stage, again and again gets new mu- music written for it. I think it's it, it was like, like a, a wider birth. Yes, think? it was like, why again with this story? Why is this musical new stuff? Why is it new things on an old like frame? Why are we still talking about this? Hundreds and thousands of years. See, but my counterpoint to that is the themes they're discussing here with this version of the story that they're referencing in that last song they're not really in that original story i feel like it's not really a battle of well i guess idealism versus realism is still in that original story it is um, <laughs> um but like yeah you know what yeah you're right i mean that's... i think it's like you underestimate how how little things have really changed over the span of like hundreds of years. I mean, like, I mean, we've taken steps forward. I, I, like, I'm not saying oh, that we're still in the same place, but history tends to repeat itself when it comes to some things and things that were relevant hundreds of years ago can become relevant all of a sudden again because of, you know, old problems that the earth has faced or humanity has faced rearing their ugly heads again. And I, for me, it's just like, I, I, I find it so poignant that it's like, why do we keep telling this story even though, and I, I, I don't want to, I mean, it's kind of a spoiler, but I mean, like, it's a Greek tragedy. Like, uh, like there is... And There's they no say happy that, ending here. They say it from the, from the start. They, it's a tragedy. They say it from the start. But um, what I love, the line in the song as well, it's a tragedy, but Hermes says, maybe it'll turn out different this time that's at what, the beginning yeah. of the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, I love that. I like, the entire like, thing is a loop. I feel, yeah, and I love it because it starts with Road to Hell, like the joyous version of it, the hype version with the trombone going, and then you end with the somber, somber version of it at the end after everything that goes down goes down, and I love it because in the stage version, it literally resets the stage and restarts the story, so it's a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, it literally. Spoilers for the stage. I'm, I'm sorry. Spoilers <laughs> for the stage. Spoiled uh, the stage for me. But it's it's it. great. It's it's oh, oh my god. Oh, is it great? Yes. Is it great? That's, That's fantastic! Wonderful. Wow, yeah. it's great. I, I, like I, I, I got shout out to the cast here. 
Um, Nicholas Barash uh, as Orpheus, Morgan Green the, as Eurydice, as Torcas, Levy Crease as Hermes, uh, Kimberly Marble as Persephone, and the standout for me, um, Kevin Morrow, Omaha native apparently, uh, yeah. was in our programs because um, the mayor left him a note in there, like congratulating him in wow. the program. Um, but he plays uh, Hades. And I'd also I'd like I think to say... he surpasses the original for sure. Um, I think without debate. And then um, the Hermes oh, no, actor. Wait, wait, I want to say I want to say this. I I, I want to be the one to say this because I want to sick my musical friends on you guys. Ruben thinks that the touring Hermes did better than Andre the Shields. Okay, kill him. <laughs> Literally kill him. But Find it. it. You hear that? You hear the? You hear the rumbling under your feet right now, Ruben? Did I ever sh- say Andre the Shields was bad? No. What I said is I liked his take on the character better. I, I like the touring Hermes take on the character better. Uh, Levy, Levy Crease. Um, I like his take on the character better because in I don't know if this is different when he uh, Andre the Shields plays Hermie on stage, but like when you're listening through the album, because clearly I love the music. Well, and I went, yeah, but Ruben, when, when did you that. listen through the album of Hamilton, and when you watch the actual staging, Aaron Burr is different. You know what I mean? There's I know, but still, in that a, performance. I'm not saying Levy, Levy, when he's performing Hermes, it seems more like a god that's still like above the men, but he's trying to relate to them. Right, and Andre the Shields just seems like he's a, a pre- like an otherworldly presence that's there. Like I like it's Andre the Shields, <laughs> which he is an otherworldly presence. But I like, legend. But I like, I like, I like the Hermes that's trying to relate to the story more, trying to connect. A, it feels like he's trying to connect a yeah, little bit more. Yeah. Compared to when I was listening to it, no, none of neither performance is bad. Both performances are great. Andre the Shields won an effing Tony. I just like the way Levy played the role in the version I saw. Maybe if I saw Andre the Shields on stage, I would have loved him more. But who knows? Maybe I, I saw this version on tour. Um, anyway, great music as well. Um, Wait for me, in my opinion, both uh, show stop. Both showstoppers. Um, the one at the end of the first act. Yep. And the one at the end of the musical, um, the staging for the first wait for me, even on the tour version, <laughs> is insane. Yeah. What happens? The stage just opens up. Opens up, basically signaling that the story has moved on from the simple tavern earthly beginnings and gone to the great beyond. Yeah, everything that. Yeah. And to do this like cool thing with like. Like chandelier looking things too. Like yeah, in that song. Around, yeah. They're like swinging around. They're like little lights like swinging throughout the whole song. Like the 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 room is completely dark and you just see the lantern from the from the swinging lights. I also love before I forget the fates in this because I love the fates represent each of the characters' uh, doubts and they're just like singing in the background as the chorus the entire time. Which is very emblematic of the Greek chorus back in Greek theater. Things like Oedipus Rex and the such. I come in with the knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, if, if Hades Town comes into town where you are, um, I would highly recommend it. Um, send say, me a picture. Send me a picture to, to my P.O. box of you flipping me off, holding <laughs> up the program like Jacob did. He didn't do that, but I, I mean, uh, I didn't who are do you that. to say uh, he did? Who are you to say that he did it? There's no proof. <laughs> I, I literally said I didn't. 
Musical is a 10 out of 10 for me. Yep. Oh, yeah, same yeah. from Jacob. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Without a doubt, that's probably like one of the best musicals I've seen in person. Eh, mid. That was our first uh, theatrical performance review. Um, who knows if we will ever do one of those again? Um, but yeah, just to do something different. All right, moving on. The Oscars were on March. Uh, I think it was on my birthday. No, day before my birthday, March twenty seventh. And I did not watch them. I did watch most of them. I, you know what I did? I was doing, I was contributing to the artistic world by having a jazz combo performance. Okay? 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 Look, look. Let's talk about some of the winners that we saw yeah. before we get into Obviously, what the hell the everyone one, was talking one, about with this okay, thing. First Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Chris Rock was a winner. <laughs> Like he took that. He took that. He took that. He took that. That man barely even stumbled. He leaned in. He leaned in. Look at the clip. Look at the clip. He put his hands behind his back and he leaned in. Um, so the high winner of the night. Um, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, I know. I know. Because <laughs> I know you want you both. You both are chomping at the bit for this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Jacob and I are stepping on each other's toes to joke about this. Yeah, I know. So the, the high winner of the night with six of the Academy Awards was one of our favorites of the year, um, if you remember from our top ten list. Uh, Dune. Dune won a ton of awards. That's good. I am so upset that Denny didn't get nominated for director. How does, he win, how does he win a bunch of technical awards, but you don't nominate the director? The, the I don't understand. Look, look, I'm, gonna, don't I'm just going to make understand. this really clear to the viewers, and I feel like we could go. I'm we not gonna... all hate the Academy. All yes. right? Yes. I stand. <laughs> we, every single person on this podcast yeah. right now yeah. would, without question, take a baseball bat. <laughs> To, to the lead members of the Academy. Uh, I won't go that far. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 put me in jail. It's, put me in jail. It's frivolous <laughs> entertainment I'll, awards. I'll, 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 do it on someone... I'll do it on live TV. I will do Jonathan, it on live TV. Jonathan. <laughs> God. Jonathan, Chris Stop. Rock isn't going to hold off the LAPD for you. All right? <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> um, so, Suyaz. Hans Zimmer won. Okay, to go through these rules, Hans Zimmer won his second Oscar for a uh, score. Uh, his first one was Lion King in '94, so it's been a while since he's won. Damn! But he clearly deserved it. That yeah. score was incredible. Uh, yes, man with the raised hand. I raised my hand so that I would no longer interrupt. But okay, let, let me let me let me let me just real quick. I'm gonna keep a calm, collected, calm, collected response here. Okay. Okay. Why did the Academy move certain awards? Off, off air. Hmm? Javid, I love how you mentioned that. I was, I'm on the Wikipedia page for this. There are, there is a controversy section for this Oscars. There are five different things that happened, and that is the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Why <laughs> the hell? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You said calm and collected. You said but, calm yeah, and collected. Job, I'm uh, collected. ABC <laughs> requested that the Academy. Um, shorten up the show. So what the Academy decided to do was take a bunch of the technical awards and present them before the ceremony, record it, and then chop it up and air those speeches during the actual um, award ceremony. The bad and shitty part was that Oscars were being handed out 
as the big celebrities were walking the red carpet and that was on TV. So that they were basically accepting Oscars in front of an empty room. Other thing I am effing pissed about as well, um, they don't give the Lifetime Achievement Award on TV apparently anymore. What? They don't. Sam Jackson won it this year. He and De- won an and Oscar. And Denzel Washington was giving it to him. No, the, the Lifetime Achievement Oscar. They don't hand it out on TV anymore for whatever reason. Why? Denzel Washington presented Sam Jackson with a Lifetime Achievement Oscar, and it wasn't on television. I mean, Sam Jackson won an Oscar, is yeah. what we're saying. And I, the only reason <laughs> I knew about this is because I saw it like later. I saw like a clip of it online. That's it. Like, that's. And also, like, why the hell are. Like, I am upset about how undermined the technical and, 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 like, the, like, the behind the scenes aspect of movie making is, like, in modern day. Why are these stars the main, like, call why do you keep putting these celebrities up in the front they're just they're they're human beings trying to act like like all high and mighty like they know but like without good directors without great cinematographers without great stunt people who still haven't gotten a a a category in there without great sound design sound editing special effects they are nothing they are nothing (laughs) basically went through almost everything that so dune also won visual effects just to say Editing, um, let's see, uh, Greg Fraser, who we have been gushing about for Dune and the Batman, um, won an Oscar. So congratulations to him. Very deserved. One of the best cinematographers. Two Pete. Hopefully. One of the best cinematographers working today. And then also won, uh, Dune also won sound and production design. Um, the one I was really bummed about, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, once again, is not an EGOT winner. Um, instead, we had uh, Billie Eilish, which I knew was going to win. The Academy was going to give the Academy was going to give an Oscar to Billie Eilish if yeah. they could, hundred yeah. percent. But she won for her uh, "No Time to Die" song, which I'm going to be Such... real. This one did not upset me as much as "Writing on the Wall." Um, I'm, no, sorry, no, I'm, this this one, I'm sorry, this Sam Smith. No, that this one, one upset shitty. me more. No, this you one. You like the song? The song isn't it's, that bad. It's it's, uh, it's typical. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the on, thing. It's it's, it sounds like every other James yeah. Bond song since like do, da, do, da. Yeah, no copyright yeah. no copyright <laughs> everything everything after oh god what's his name the guy from was it Lincoln Park who did the the, the one for Casino Royale after that it's just all been the same song I'm sorry all right it's, oh no it wasn't Lincoln Park was it no it was a uh, no it was, it was guy. it's that it's that singer who died um, yeah isn't he he was from Lincoln was he. No, he wasn't. Wasn't I thought he was. Nice guys, come on, come on. Oh, here we go. Okay, continue. I'm gonna look this up. Okay, okay. Vamp, vamp, vamp. (laughs) Okay, Uh, just to go through it as well. Uh, Jessica Chastain won for Eyes of Tammy Faye, which Jonathan and I watched. We didn't talk about it on here. Um, It's okay, but Kristen Stewart deserved it, and the fact that she didn't even get nominated for a SAG is criminal. Um, she got nominated for the Oscar, at least. I won't say Jessica deserved to win it. This is almost like a makeup Oscar, but I feel like Jessica Chastain had done her dues and she deserved an Academy Award on her shelf at this point. And she did a agree. good job in the movie It, it itself, was a good performance. But... The scene they showed during the Oscar telecast was the best scene in the movie. It's the scene where she's talking to the AIDS patient. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... She, she and Andrew are the reason that that movie is even watchable. It is also just a very uncomfortable movie because if you have any form of religious trauma, 
No, don't do not watch this. I do not encourage. Yeah, that's the dolphin disclaimer. Uh, dolphin, <laughs> did you find out who Soundgarden? Soundgarden, Chris, the guy from Christopher Sound- Cornell. Christopher Cornell. Chris Cornell. Oh. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. Coda was the big one. Best picture. Um. We'll probably watch it and review it on a future podcast episode because I'm really curious at this point. So one best picture. Uh. Troy Custer. Co- Co- I am bad with name. Uh. Coaster. Uh, it's the first deaf actor to ever win an Academy Award. He won uh, supporting actor for Coda. Um, Kenneth Branagh. They finally gave him a makeup Oscar. I think. Um, I think yeah, based on what I read online, because a lot of people don't think the script was that good. Um, he for won Belfast. for Belfast. Yeah, I hear it's uh, okay. Coda won adapted screenplay. Um, here's another one, uh, Jacob. You saw this one. Uh, West Side Story, my top uh, movie yes. of the year, won one Oscar. Uh, but Ariana DeBose, uh, won for her portrayal of Anita, um, first, no, third time, and, um, two separate actors have won, um, an award for playing the same exact character. We have Joker with Heath and Joaquin Phoenix. We have, uh, Don, Don, Vito, the Don Vito Corleone, played by Robert De Niro and Marlon Brando. And now we have Anita from West Side Story. Uh, with Rita Moreno winning way back in the 60s, and we have Ariana winning now. And, I, I mean, I, that role is just, you have to go through an emotional gambit for that role. Yeah. Like, if you nail that role, I mean, it's it's awards. It's Ariana just... has been on the climb, by the way, since oh, uh, she's, 2016. Oh, with, with Hamilton, she was a background singer, or a background dancer, uh, a member of the, of the company, um, and people discovered, oh my God, she can't just dance, she can sing. Oh my God, she can't just sing, she can act. And she's been kind of like on a climb through Broadway and through different kind of projects since then. And this is kind of a culmination of her uh, uh, basically starting from starting from like a background character to someone who is winning Oscars now and winning awards, which is just phenomenal. It's fantastic. Yeah. Like, congrats to her. Honestly. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, and I wish West Side Story would have gotten a little more love, but I feel it was a loaded year just because so much stuff also got pushed back as well. Um, Encanto won Best Animated Feature Film. Guys, the film uh, we reviewed a couple episodes ago. What else got nominated? Yeah. Um, I need to know whether or not I have to be pissed. uh, Flea, which I haven't watched. Uh, Our friend friend James says that's really good. Yeah, Uh, Luca... Which, uh, I've watched the other three. Luca, Mitchell's and the Machines, which is what I would have given it to personally because I love yeah. that movie. Um, and then Ryan the Last Dragon. I would have given it to Mitchell versus the Machines. You're telling me they nominated Raya, but not Evangelion 3.0? Huh? <laughs> they were not going to nominate no That Evangelion. movie is phenomenal, all right? Okay, and I'm not another... just saying that because I like anime. I'm being, I'm <laughs> By the way... Since we're talking about the animated film category, that was another one of the big controversies that happened. Yeah. Um, the animated film community got pissed. Why? Because uh, during the award ceremony, they were joking around how about, I think the joke was that how these are animated, how these animated films are films to entertain kids and bore adults, basically, or something. What? Like that. So basically, not taking the animation medium oh, uh, seriously. My God. Um, the animation. Bill Lord and Chris Miller wrote a op-ed for uh, Variety, basically lambasting the entire thing. But that's the, that's deserved. Yeah, the I'm animated sorry. medium is one of is probably one of, if not the superior medium for storytelling, in my opinion. I don't think you can get better than that. 
I don't think you can get the range of emotion that you can get with live human acting than you can get with over-exaggerated well, and, and, like, style. I, th- at least that's my opinion. I, I, I love think, the animation. Movie. I think I, I hate that there's limitations. The Eastern. Yeah, there's limitations to what you can do in a live-action film. Mm-hmm. We're still yes. bound by, like, the laws of physics and the laws of how we can, like, coordinate everything and how you're going to coordinate 50 people on set if you need it. And before you say CGI, may I point out the uncanny valley, all right? We are not there yet. Uh, We might be there within our lifetimes, but we're not there I hope not. Animation (laughs) basically allows you to stretch out the entire capability of your uh, human mind, basically. You want to see one of the masters of work at animation? Satoshi Kon. Uh, famous Japanese animated director made such masterpieces as Perfect Blue, uh, Millennium Actress, uh, Paprika. He pushes that medium to the to the fullest. He has transitions between scenes that you would not be able to do in a live action movie. He has he has uh, like integration of, of of camera movement and character and character interaction. It's it's all taken to a degree that would be impossible if not in that medium. There are mm. very amazing things that you can do in the animated medium. And there's so much... And because, like, there, a lot of those are... Some of them are made for kids, sure, like Encanto. But, like, you're going to act like Encanto then grapple with, like, the, 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 the gravity of familial trauma and generational trauma and yeah. didn't... You're gonna tell me it didn't deal with adult themes? Like you can, you can make a. Why did Will Smith get up and slap someone over that joke? That was more offensive. To yeah. me. No. <laughs> um, no, but some of the deepest films I've ever seen are animated. Um, yeah. Miyazaki's uh, Princess Mononoke, and all the complexities in that film. I um, have a poster of it in my wall. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> How it, it, it's the '90s, and the commentary on climate on climate is hauntingly relate relatable today still. And I wish it wasn't, but it's an endi- it's an entire allegory on climate change, and basically just, how do we move forward from there, or like what can happen we, if we don't change our ways? Basically, we will have an episode on Princess Mononoke at some point. 100%. Once I, I, no I watch it, because you know, I still yeah, haven't watched it. You know what's so it. great about it? There are no villains in that movie. It's literally just all people trying to live their lives. And it's realistic. The way that they, yeah, it's very, very realistic. Also, I just noticed looking around my room, uh, every poster I have up is from an animated movie or TV show. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'm a bit biased when I I, to, I mean, I'm biased. I'm, I'm moving to America, American animation. You yeah. got the Pixar uh, guys and gals and all the stuff they've made. Um, you have Sony the, coming the out of nowhere. <laughs> the Incredibles. Brad Bird's work in animation. Just how he deconstructs, character, he deconstructs character really well. A Ratatouille. A midlife crisis as a superhero film, guys. The, he yeah. did that in 05. No, 04. 04. The genre was in its infancy. And he was doing that. They were still making Electra when that movie came out. Yes, they were. <laughs> it just came out like a year or two before that. Uh, ben Affleck's Daredevil. Um, literal, literal shit. Literal shit. Superhero movies were coming hate, out during that time. And Bill Moore and Chris Miller said this in their op-ed. They said 
the animated film category was basically made as a response to when Beauty and the Beast got nominated for Best Picture because the Hollywood executives didn't want to take animation seriously. So they're like, here, we'll throw you a bone. Here's your own category. Now we can ensure that you'll never win the big award and our award ceremony isn't tarnished. That's Jeez. basically what they did. It's shit. It's effing stupid. I can... it pisses me off. And I understand why why Lord and Miller are so upset about it. And look at Spider Verse, one of the most groundbreaking West, like groundbreaking mainstream films. I'm gonna say mainstream because if Peter's listening, I don't want him to call me a philistine. But <laughs> it is literally, at least my favorite film of all time. Currently, mine too. It, mine too. It's mm. so, it's it's it takes the medium to its fullest again. They do things in that movie they can't do in live action. They make Miles move at a lower frame rate than 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 Peter B or any of the other Spider People because at the at the beginning of the movie because he's still learning. He doesn't become more fluid until it starts moving forward. You play with not just like environment or like the impossible. You play with character movement. You play yep. you 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 create that world completely from the ground up. You know I, what I don't it think is? people appreciate that. You know what it is? You you just like gave me this thought. What it is, what you're doing in animation is you're basically, as you're saying, building a world from the ground up. And with that ability, you're able to do whatever the hell you want. When you film a live action movie, you can't change how people are going to move or, mm -hmm. or like act after a certain degree, obviously, or yeah. how the outside environment is going to behave. Um, you can't do that. You can manipulate all that stuff in a computer when you're building an animated world. If you don't want um, the wind... Um, to affect the characters um voices and stuff you can do that you can have like strong wind uh ah man i'm dropping this point that's point was stupid but <laughs> no, i know no i know what you mean though like for example if you want somebody's hair to fall a certain way you don't have to like there we go that's what i was trying to get at that was what i was trying to get at the wind thing was animate stupid. it you can <laughs> animate it yourself if you want someone to like yeah ruben was making a stupid point because he doesn't watch enough animated movies no, oh, oh, shut, no. shut the hell up no um, but like it, i don't you guys literally there if you think about animation there was nothing there and then there was something you had entire yep. cities entire like infrastructures constructed by by set design by like concept artists and set designers and you had character designs you have voice actors you have audio added none of that exists at first there's no there's no camera to capture that there's no okay let me just move a couple of these things here and we can like maybe half ass how this looks like you have to put genuine work to make an animated film yep. look amazing that is something i will stand by like that is one of the most powerful mediums in existence. That's one of the most powerful creative mediums that like I I wish I could animate. I wish the I could. Sky's the limit. Seriously, yeah. seriously. It's why I want to look into voice acting a little bit if I can. It's because I, if I can be part of that process at all, I would love to. It's insanely. It's insane. Mm. Actually, Same the sky's way. not the limit because you can also manipulate the sky in animation and do whatever the hell you want and not have to worry about um, the lighting and only having a few hours to film a nighttime scene. Anyway, um, we, 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 we have digress. gushed enough. We digressed. We have digressed. Gushed uh, sufficiently. We have gone out on that. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, last thing. No, Watch no, Spider-Verse. Watch Cowboy Bebop. Watch yeah. Princess Mononoke. Watch Evangelion. I'm just gonna, you know, anything. Okay, cool, cool. Go. Okay. Don't um, watch Coco Melon. 
Just do not watch please. Coco Melon. Um, that doesn't okay. count. It's okay. <laughs> an uh, exception. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one I'm going to mention because it was funny. A Cruella won best costume design. I hated that thing. Moving it's a, on. It's a great movie. Um, that movie was shit. Um, let's see. Uh, they did not build realistic still suits for Dune for Cruella to win that. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. And then uh, last thing I'll mention before we get into the big thing. Um, Riz Ahmed won for his live-action short film. He's an Oscar winner now, The Long Goodbye. Um, he was great in a movie that came out in 2020 called The Sound of Metal that he was nominated for, and I think he should have won for, yep. uh, where he plays a drummer, a metal drummer, who's uh, losing his hearing. And just like Great what film. you go through, what he's going through, losing this sense mm-hmm. um, and losing that connection he used to have with the world and how he regains a connection with the world in a different way than he, what he used to have. I Basically rediscovering yep. um, how to interact with the world. It's, I need to watch that movie because that's a real fear that exists with a lot of musicians in general. This is the most, I'm pointing at my ear by the way. This is the most important sense that we have to create the things that we create in, in, in the in the industry that I'm trying to get into. I'm not a part of it yet, you know. But it's like losing that is a scary thing. I'm a I'm a brass player. I play trumpet. Losing it is a very losing my hearing is a very real fear. It's a very real thing that can't happen if I don't take care of this. So it's like I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. No, yeah, I know. Seriously, uh, I think like that movie just like. Um, the way that they uh, like the sound editing and stuff like that, and even like the oh, way that they, I think it won the Oscar they use the the visuals and and like you know to like basically storytell because there are moments in the in the film that are literally just silent because uh, you know like or like you literally just hear ringing yeah and um, it's it's like it, it completely like just emerges you and like uh like this man's like senses or what he's like experiencing you know uh in that in that um you know becoming deaf so it's just like great you know all right and let's get to the main event now of what happened at the oscars this uh, will smith won best actor for king richard it was expected going into yep. the night and it happened so that was all that we was have the, to say about that. Moving on. <laughs> so the, the expected thing of the evening did occur. Um, something else occurred in between when the ceremony started and when Will Smith got <laughs> on that stage to accept his Best Actor award for King Richard. Um, G.I. Jane. So when presenting the Best Documentary. Can't wait to see G.I. Jane. <laughs> uh, when presenting the best documentary award, uh, Questlove won. By the way, congrats to Questlove. Hell yeah! Was it for yep. uh, 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 Summer it was, of Love? Yep, Summer, Summer of Soul. Soul. Summer, Summer of Soul. Soul. I yep. st- another movie. That I gotta, is great. Oh, too much shit to watch. There is a lot. There's a lot. That one's on Hulu. Uh, I hear it's great. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch yeah. it, so I can't comment too much on it. But Questlove's always been great yep. in like everything I, I've seen him in. So yep, yep, yep. yep. Well, well, everything I've I, seen him in uh, doesn't even remember guess, the roots. Doesn't know the the band The Roots. Hasn't heard this man drumming his ass off. Get out of here. Thirsty. All right. Maybe there's a different, there's a different way on the Jimmy, the Jimmy Fallon show. He's on the Jimmy Fallon show on the band The Roots, but The Roots have made great music outside of that, all right? Stop shaking your hands like and, that. And, and name, the, can... name the songs, please. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> name three 
fruit salts. <laughs> Why are you guys having all I I've just God, all these digressions. If I start naming fruits, <laughs> they're jokes. These are jokes. Let's move on. They're bits. Okay, so Chris Rock on Put the phone down for the cheap. <laughs> Chris Rock's on stage presenting the best documentary feature award. Ribs a bit at Will Smith yep, yep. for King Richard. Um, then right before he's about to transition, he looks over at Jada and says, uh, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see yeah, it. I don't even, how, why did she get angry at that? She rolled her eyes. She was annoyed at it. It's Will overreacted. Like, what, so, and then, because another thing the Oscars did this year to speed up the ceremony, they put the stage and the, uh, recipients of the awards are the um really close together like they were like two feet away from the stage is that something new that, that was you because they wanted to speed up the length of the they <laughs> wanted to sorry, they're sorry. never using it again yeah. <laughs> that was new they wanted to uh speed up the show by having the walks um to receive the awards be shorter oh my god it's stupid um so then will smith Climbs up on stage, <laughs> maxes the shit uh, out of Chris Rock, and goes back, yells at Chris Rock for a bit, and then that's it. He's not asked to leave the show. He gets on stage and is like crocodile well, the entire. He uh, is asked ceremony. to leave. He is asked to leave the show. Apparently, he is. But, uh, I don't but, know how much I buy that. God. But they're like, oh, I guess she doesn't want to leave. I guess <laughs> No, apparently, uh, pick so, his ass up. So apparently, the other thing, LAPD asked Chris Rock, "You want to arrest him?" No. And then the Oscar said, "Oh, Chris Rock wanted to keep Will at the ceremony." And then I think Chris Rock's agent or brother said, "Uh, no, no one ever asked. Hey, Chris, should Will stay here?" He only asked Chris apparently if they wanted uh, Will arrested by the LAPD because <laughs> apparently LAPD was on hand right right after it happened because. <laughs> a crime occurred on television, technically. Yeah, yeah. Technically. I mean, a very light crime, I, to be sure. Light. Like, That's assault, bro. It is a he crime. He got slapped. It's, it's like... assault. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not assault, but like... I don't know, man. It's not a pepper, Jonathan. It's assault. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I would just like to say... This I would just like... I would yeah, just like sorry. to say. I would just like to say. I would just like to say. I would just like to say. Say, say, say it. I forgot it. What I was gonna say. Oh, was gonna say. Well, okay. Let's be real. This event has been talked about by everyone. We're not gonna try to give a freaking twenty-minute dissertation on. Oh, Chris Rock was in the wrong. Oh, alopecia jokes are off limits completely. How to... was that an alopecia joke? It wasn't. Said... It was. It wasn't. In my it opinion. was. No, all it said was G.I. Jane is bald. No, she's not. It's a buzz cut. Oh, my God. She was wearing green. She was wearing green. Aftermath, Will Smith has resigned from the Academy. The Academy is still going to hold a disciplinary hearing in a couple weeks. We will obviously talk about what they decide in the end there as well. Um, the big part of it I want to talk about, mm -hmm. I guess, is some of the hypocrisy, I guess, that I've noticed in this situation. And I get it. Will Smith should be punished for this. And he will be. I think they're, 
uh, likelihood, I think they'll take away some years of eligibility. So he'll probably give some like banger performances and not be able to be nominated. And that'll be his consequence. Um, but he's basically getting blacklisted from Hollywood because of this. Netflix has dropped a project that will that's so stupid. In. Bad Boys Four was paused because oh that God. was going to be in production. That movie was a hit uh, back at the start of 2020 before everything closed down. So they were going to make a fourth one of those. Um, I don't agree with that personally. No, I, I don't, don't think I Will don't, Smith no, should no. be effing blacklisted or his career should die because of. You a know slap. what I think Will Smith should do is get out of that goddamn relationship. Yes. For yes. I mean, that's a separate conversation. Man. Where were those hands when he was getting cucked? Where were those hands? Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. No, no, no. Answer you the question. Will Smith, it's not August yet. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we love you, Jada's already Jada's already in August, but Will isn't yeah. there yet. Yeah, well, no, August is in her, actually. <laughs> wow. 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 We love you, Will. We do love you, Will. Wow. Seriously. I no, Will Smith, no, yeah, but I, I'm I'm appalled at that. And as other yeah. people have pointed out, um, some Caucasian actors, I hate bringing up the race shit, but some Caucasian actors have done much worse, and they have careers still. Yeah. Um, Ansel Elgort, I think, has a TV show coming out, and he had his shit. Um, and I, 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 there's other actors. I am blanking on names right now, but there are other actors who have had similar incidents. Uh, Louis C.K. came back, I guess technically. He won a Grammy God. for his uh, his comedy album. You're kidding? No, I love, I love Is how. Yeah, he did. I do love. You know what I love? You know what I love? I love how the the Oscars will say they don't cont- they don't condone violence, and then uh, probably nominate whatever Roman Polanski makes next. Yes, uh, that, there we go. That's another example. <laughs> Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski, who was basically going to be convicted for child molestation, so he fled the effing country. Wins best director. They give him an effing standing ovation at the Oscars that year. I don't know what year it was, but they I thought. Freaking pedophile, a standing ovation. Disgusting. No forms of violence, huh? No forms of violence. And uh, as I am also appalled, Will Smith did not. They gave him a standing ovation during his speech. Yeah. And the, I guess the inside of that room was mixed emotions and like, how the hell do we react? Because they're all in shock at what they saw. But still, and man, that man did not deserve that. That Will man is... should have been removed from the room, and that should have been the end of it. He should not have been able to give his best actor speech that should have been the major consequence he would have gotten for that event um, yeah but Jacob, I th- oh sorry Jonathan you finish in that I was say, yeah. Jacob. I'll say Will Smith is a human being what he did was extremely wrong um but like I feel like people are coming down at him too hard I don't think I am not of the opinion that he was in the right at all uh, I think that man overreacted, but I also know that you can only get cuckolded so many times before you break. Um, <laughs> no, it's just, no, seriously, like that that relationship, and it's like, I mean, like you can say, oh, stay out of their personal business, but they've been putting it out there very openly at this point, and Jed has been frequently just ragging on Will and like just belittling him in public and humiliating the dude, and like it's you. I mean, like, the dude, he can't take much more of that until he breaks. And I don't think the right thing to do, like, should he get punished for this? Yeah, but the man also needs help. 
Yeah. Like, the dude needs to get out of that situation. He should now, some also, people, I'm, like, we're not close to Will Smith. We can't tell him how to run his life, but I hope someone no, close... No, we can't. So I hope someone close to Will Smith... Yeah. Like, freaking gets through to him and says, hey, man, this isn't healthy. You should get out of yep. this. Because we're like um, three random dudes from Nebraska. Like, we don't... Exactly. <laughs> our opinion... He, 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 our opinion does not count. We no, really not. are not that close to the no, situation. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, Jacob, any uh, final thoughts on this situation before we move on? Um, you know, I'm honestly, like, a little bit um, opposed to that idea of not, like, having Will Smith speak, like, immediately after oh, the Oscar. Are? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was fine. Mm -hmm. Like, the speech itself wasn't horrible and stuff like that. And maybe he, he didn't, like, apologize immediately to Chris That's Rock the and one stuff part like I did not like. He tried excusing the actions. He tried using the character he played as an excuse. And he, love will make he you apologized. do crazy things. He apologized. Yeah, he said love makes you do crazy things. Yeah. Apologize to the people in the room for what they saw. But did not apologize to yeah, Chris Rock. Yeah. That's the one big thing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he should have apologized maybe. But, I mean, I just think, like, the speech in general wasn't, like, awful either. Mm -hmm. And, I, 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 like like he said, like, he was in, I guess, like, you know, like, not everyone is their, uh, what, what, what was it that he said? Uh, he said something like that Denzel Washington uh, Denzel Washington told him something like, you know, like the devil attacks you in your in your at the at the moments when you're like on top or something. You know, when you're so, close to when you're closest to the top. Yeah, Denzel's whatever. a wise man, but and, yeah, that's well, what Denzel really be just spitting random bars. I don't like, remember the exact bar. Yeah, but it was like <laughs> be careful when you're near the top. That's when the devil comes for you. I think. Yeah, something. It was something, it was something like, like that. that. You know, paraphrase. That man. Unwarranted will just drop some sage effing wisdom, and it's seriously. crazy. No, seriously, yeah, I still gotta yeah. see him do Shakespeare, man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I gotta. See. Is that Joel? They broke up. I know. Ethan, they broke no, up. no, because apparently, so originally Ethan wasn't gonna direct anymore, apparently, but now he's announced his own directing project. So I guess it's just that they've both moved apart. They're gonna oh, no. direct separately. I hate it. Well, that's kind of sad. Brothers broke up. It's like uh. It's like the, being a kid, uh, kid of a divorce here. It, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I literally uh, gave. I mean, I literally gave a better analogy that didn't get so serious, but Ruben just glossed over it. But that's okay. What was your analogy? I said Daft Punk. <laughs> oh, Daft Punk breaking up. Daft Punk go away. <laughs> he just went away. But yeah, Jacob, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I still think like. You know, there were some good things that he said in his speech, yeah. even though he didn't apologize to Chris, like, right then and there. And he tried to excuse it maybe in, like, a subtle, kind of it's a subtle way. It's not the worst speech he could have given. It wasn't the worst speech. Yeah, he could have gotten up there and said some rancid yeah. shit. At least he <laughs> did try to control himself, yes, he did. I think. They did calm him down. That, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Denzel... I think Bradley Cooper talked to him at one point. Yep. All those guys yeah. were able to calm him down. Um, it's, I think it's just a, really jarring for a lot of those people because this is Will Smith. Like this dude is like the mo like one of the most charismatic, most chill like actors. At least he has a reputation of yeah, being he does. that. And like this man has just been pushed to his limit at this point. And I mean, like, like I, I think I feel like it's pointless even to be like, oh, Chris is in the right, Will is in the wrong, uh, Will is in the right, Chris is in the wrong. I mean, this is this isn't so clear cut. It's just two human beings colliding, and you're kind of just left to deal with what that is. 
I don't know. I think some people are exaggerating when they say it was a traumatic event, though. Like, some of those... Well, that was effing Amy Schumer, and she was going to make an Alec Baldwin shooting joke. What? During the ceremony. They told her no, and then she effing told it in public anyway. She did? Yeah. But then she called she called it a traumatic event. So here, you do you want me to read the joke she was going to no, tell? No, 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 no. We are not giving that she made, time. I'm pretty sure she literally air. made a... Uh, I think she made a Ukraine joke. Like a Ukraine... Like, Taste, tasteless. Yeah, yeah ser seriously. Tasteless. Seriously. It's, it's, yeah, like she's so disconnected from reality. Just uh, out of know. touch. Yeah. Don't yeah. call that shit traumatic. It, have you, she has not experienced a day of suffering if she thinks that that is traumatic. I'm not trying to The only person that, there's only one person that's going to be super traumatic for potentially. And that's effing Chris Rock. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's traumatic. Yeah, yeah that's. Cl class act. Handled that like a champ, though. Seriously. Chris. <laughs> You are a real G. And he's getting paid for it because his stand-up tickets went up. And it's yeah. they're sold out or something like he that. He is getting, he has come out the best out of this entire thing. Seriously. Yeah. His stand-up shows are selling some people, out. Some people think it was saying. staged. Some people, I hate I the people it. who think they're like, oh, these are actors. They can fake it. It's like, dude, they're human beings. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. That man just had... An emotional break. Are you just gonna be like, oh, <laughs> stage? <laughs> Some of y'all are so cynical. <laughs> That's the world we live hurts. in. <laughs> but you know, maybe one day we will watch GI Jane and review it on the pod, right, guys? All right, and moving on. Um, so another piece of uh, news that occurred: uh, Bruce Willis announced his retirement from acting. Um. He was diagnosed with aphasia, uh, which, you know, basically it's basically a cognitive like, condition yeah. where individuals are um, mentally still there, but their communication is severely hampered. Um, they're only able to speak in short sentences, verse, um, their reading ability goes down, um, their ability to understand conversations, um, and it's a real shame um that Bruce is going shame, through it's that it's a tragedy it's a tragedy uh, that Bruce is going through this and yep. his acting has been lost uh to the world um but you know he did give us a lot of good things uh through the years yeah great stuff great honestly. stuff uh six one thing yeah oh yeah six, six cents, cents uh die hard yeah. uh but the one we want to highlight um is one of our personal favorites um him in unbreakable um, one of my top, one of my top, I want to say 10, I think, based on a lot, top 10 movies of all time. I'm not Shyamalan is a weird director in that he's made one of my favorite movies of all time, which is this one, Unbreakable, and one of the worst ones I've ever seen. But I feel like <laughs> this movie would be nothing without Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis's, like, yep. chemistry and the way that they interact with one another. And, like, there's just like so much to talk about in this movie but like we'll probably only be able to hit like the bare minimum the bare yeah. surface of something that's so meaningful to, to all, everyone on this on this call you know? oh yeah for sure um so this is basically a film that came out in 2000 that was a deconstruction of the comic book genre um so it's basically 
a film that came out way too early to be appreciated. <laughs> it really, really holds up today. Um, it's it's incredible. Uh, man, it's hard to talk about this thing without spoiling it completely. Yeah. Uh, Bruce yeah. Willis's performance here. Um, there's a lot of nuance and layers. Um, he's an individual who's discovering who he truly is. Um, with you know, he finds out that he has superhuman abilities, and he's basically dealing with that in a realistic way, um, in a way that you know you would expect a real individual to deal with receiving that information. Yeah. Um, it's not a very bombastic performance, but without like the gravitas he brings to it, the everyman quality he brings to the performance, um, I think the film might have falling apart there are so many great scenes too with bruce in them the, the weightlifting scene is one of my favorites that i've seen in like any movie honestly it's a such a wholesome and like powerful scene and god who wrote the score it's james uh james, james howard james newton howard james, who i think james is also, who i think it's uh passed on since then if i no, remember what no, I think, no 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 have he Wait. No, 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 no. No, he's still around. Jesus That's my bad. Christ, bad. man! Oh, you know what? I was thinking James Horner. Oh That's my, my bad. That's my bad. Give me a heart attack! God damn it! Ah. But you know, <laughs> I also love movie is phenomenal. The score in this movie is phenomenal. Um, the cinematography is phenomenal. Um, basically, what they do in this film is they use color filters to represent. Um, each of the two primary characters, uh, Sam Jackson's uh, Mr. Glass, uh, Mr. Glass, Elijah, and then you got Bruce Willis, David Dunn, and he gets like green as his uh, main color. Um, Jacob, your general thoughts on Unbreakable? I mean, you know, overall, great film. Um, I think like. It definitely like you know that every man factor you know the the fact like obviously like him not knowing his abilities and like basically the movie being a journey of him like discovering um like the his purpose or like you know what he can use that that, that ability for and stuff like that and like you know um using it for good is just like honestly just well done in in the film i i mean i gotta give it to m night Shyamalan. Um, and his like execution of of that of the story itself, and um, I think it's just like it's 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 a nuanced story, you know, like seriously. Um, and Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson just uh, kill kill it every moment that they're on screen, uh, and the chemistry that they have with each other and the, and the moments that they're together on screen are just like unforgettable and stuff like that, and so. It's really interesting, and it's one of those Shyamalan films that once you know the ending, the entire perspective you have on the film changes. He has twists in every single one of his movies. Only a couple really work in the sense that in The Sixth Sense and in this film, um, you can watch the movie without knowing the twist the first time and get a completely unique reading. And then after you know the twist, you'll go back and you'll watch the same scenes and you'll be looking at them in a completely different way. It is a Shyamalan staple. No one else, I think, can do that besides M. Night Shyamalan. And it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag because he's done shitty twists since then as well. Yeah. Well, he's also done, I mean, 
Split recently was really good. Yeah. Uh, Glass and Old were more mixed yeah, bags. Mix, uh, Glass yeah. especially disappointed me, the sequel to this yep. one. Do not want to talk about Glass. We're going to go back to Unbreakable. But, um, yeah, in general, one of the best uh, superhero movies ever made, in my opinion. If you have yep. not watched Unbreakable, highly recommended. Put the hour 40 minutes aside. Pop this bad boy in. Um, you'll probably end up watching it at least twice in yeah. your life. If and you, just you know. so I can, I, I want to get like a few kind of things. Yeah. I wrote um, an yeah, entire paper on this movie yeah. on my freshman year of college because it was just, it, it's powerful. I just want to kind of highlight a few things real quick. Um, beyond Bruce Willis's phenomenal acting, beyond the phenomenal storytelling, this thing is very much a love letter to comic books, a way that the camera frame shots it's paneling it's almost like it's basically yeah. almost like comic book panels ripped from the page um if i can just read a little quick thing right here <laughs> in the eyes of m night Shyamalan, the camera is not simply a tool to capture the performances of actors or the setting they inhabit it is an integral part of the performance itself one which Shyamalan was very particular and exacting towards and moves in a way that draws attention to the actions on screen um, the primary purpose beyond the camera's movement in Unbreakable is to reflect changes of emotion within the character, meaning that it remains more or less immobile during each shot until something significant occurs within the scene that changes the emotional balance set at its initiation. You also have some of the longest camera shots. Like, I was, yeah, I was going to talk about It's yeah. insane. It this is like what I mean. Like, it feels like a comic book, but like, because like when you have those shots, it's like repaneling. It's like a... It's like a zoom in. It's a zoom out. It's a focus on on very precise storytelling yeah, it's like, and ignoring the fact that audiences have a, like a low attention span to deliver poignant points of view and poignant moments within a film. It's it, like I could gush about this for hours. No, it's honestly. a tall. It's a movie where it's a lot of talking, but as you said, the kinetic camera movement mm -hmm. like keeps you engaged um, throughout the entire thing. Like yeah. Yeah. And like you said, like those shots, some shots will start wide, like an establishing shot in a comic book, but then slowly uh, zoom in on the character yeah. um, to get the close up um, as well. And like just, I just some of the scenes um, when David Dunn's uh, finally does his first heroic act towards the end of the film, and he climbs out of a pool. That shot of him uh, climbing out, and then the shot of his legs down, um, and with that music, I mean. Just goosebumps. You, there is such an awesome thing happening with the music where you have kind of two major motifs throughout. Where you have the broken motif, which is written in like a natural minor mode. Uh -huh. um, and then you also have uh, the triumphant or heroic motif. The broken one is usually uh, related to, to, to Philip Glass. No, not Philip Glass. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Glass is the name of a minimalist composer. To... To oh, Sam Jackson's oh, yeah. character, Elijah. yeah, oh. Elijah, and the other one is applied to David, and you have these two kind of like going back and forth, and then they come together in this in that pool scene. You, they come together because it's like the broken and the triumphant have met together, and within the brokenness, her heroism has like rised up. It's, mm, it's so good. It's so good. Seriously, watch this movie. Yeah, watch it. 10 out of 10 for me in my top yes. 25 films ever. Highly recommend it. Yeah. I think 10 out of 10 for yeah. DQ and yep. Jacob as well. Yeah. Great movie. 
watch it. Great Um, movie. Phenomenal movie. (laughs) So we're going to wrap up here pretty quick. But before we do wrap up, um, I was was prepared to talk more about Sonic uh, today because I was really interested in seeing Sonic 2. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, um, the film was not as good as the first one. And there's not much to talk about. It's really a mess, honestly. I think... uh... I think the the plot is kind of like you know tr- uh, trite in a few ways because like it's it's been a, it's a plot just like they add you know it's a story that we've seen several times and in, in movies and stuff like that where like the heroes are trying to find us a, a, a certain things the and like, they get little like riddles and stuff and like they don't really get the riddles though well, well, I mean yeah they, in I this mean, one right well they got the riddles yeah. Kind of. I, I mean, they, they're kind. Of, they, they kind of have like the tools to solve everything in their hands at the start of it. If you really think well, about, they it. have to get the like the compass thing. Remember, like you know, they're going the place. Guys, but guys. Anyway, how, what? How was Idris Elba as Knuckles? He, Idris Elba as Knuckles he was the, was the standout. Yeah. Seriously, seriously, yeah. Best character. Idris Elba. The thing was with, with that Knuckles <laughs> is that it was just so ridiculous. You know, the character itself, that it was just funny. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> like uh, to, uh, I don't know if, like, this is, do you, can I spoil a little bit of, like, his, uh, the lore, at least? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Keep check up this, the lore has been out for 20 Well, plus I don't know years. if this is different, or if, like. You're just not a Sonic fan like me. So, 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 so on Sonic's home planet. Yeah, yeah, so, like, on, uh, on the, on his home planet, you know, like. Uh, I don't know what the name of the owl is. Longclaw. Uh, Longclaw. Anyway, like, like the owl that raised. In the Sonic. first movie, we see Longclaw die, right? We don't know yeah. how she dies exactly or who comes to kill her, but like in this oh, movie, we oh, find. Oh, oh. Who the knuckles? Who come no, was... no, no. Who killed the owl? Who? Jonathan. Who killed the owl? Jonathan. No, 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 Ruben, he said, he said, I know, and, like, I know, I'm yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, anyway, the echidnas go and kill the owl because the, the owls have apparently, like, taken the master gem, which is, like, the master emerald, the master, master, did you just got, no, I'm gone, I'm master gone. emerald, my I'm bad, gone. my I'm bad, gone. my bad, the master, <laughs> shut up, bro, the master emerald with, like, the, is, is seven, right? Yeah, seven uh, chaos emeralds. Get down! Uh, yeah, and uh, because because the echidnas have been using the the power in like I don't know, just like a, in like a selfish, uh, like careless way, and so the echidnas were gods. The, the owl, the owls are just like <laughs> okay, we got we can't let this like. You know, we can't let the echidnas have, like, possess this power because, like, it's destructive and stuff like that. And in the wrong hands, it could be, like, catastrophic and stuff. So, like, they're like, okay, let's hide this thing. And then, like, there's conflict between the two. And then they kind of end up killing each other. Like, <laughs> mass, mass, mass extinction. Mass extinction of both. Of, like, yeah, apparently Longclaw killed, like, 20 echidnas before going yeah, out. Yeah. They oh, my know. God. <laughs> There's like an effing war or something like between the echidnas and the owls. Yeah, but apparently Knuckles is the last echidna. Yeah, yeah. He was okay. he, and, and okay, you know, his father I, forced him to stay behind. And I'm gonna be, yeah. be real with you, Jacob. You know how I said this lore has been out for 20 plus years? It's not this lore. I told you. I told you. I told you. I knew it was different. 
I knew it was different. The shit is you- it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Jonathan, literally in one of the scenes, in one of the scenes, Knuckles is just like, he's like, I got I have to uh, avenge. I have to avenge my people. I have to kill Sonic or some shit like that. <laughs> like I'm obviously like paraphrase like, like heavily, but like still like <laughs> The other okay, look well Bench Wards is great as Sonic still. Um Colleen oh, God damn it, what's her last name? The video game actress for Tales. She's great. Obviously, she's fantastic. She's been doing this for like <laughs> exactly. 10, 12, 10, 15 years. The Sonic story. part of the story is great. And Knuckles is amazing, yes. as I said. Yes. Um, Idris, but I Idris is playing like a Drax slash Musclehead type thing Shit, yeah, yeah. with Knuckles. Which is how you should play Knuckles. That is essentially Knuckles' character. He's a but it's head. Idris Elba's <laughs> gravitas voice reading these lines and coming out of a red echidna. Yep, it's it works so well, and then Jim Carrey as Robotnik is the best human actor once again. Yep, yep. And he's amazing because he's literally acting most of the time against nothing. He's acting against Knuckles, who's not this even is there. Jim yeah. Carrey, he is an acting veteran. He yeah. might. I, the, I don't know if he, if this was an April Fool's Day joke or not, but he, he might, might retire. retire. This might yeah. be his last role. I was telling the, Jacob. The, yeah. That's yeah, so sad to the me. Real, though. The real issues in this movie come from the, the other human characters. The, the jokes, yeah, the jokes that date the film first. Oh my god! Okay. There are so many jokes that date the film. To give you an example of one, there's there's they mentioned the conflict between the, Vin uh, Diesel and the Rock. Yeah, so, so, so Tails gives the backstory to Sonic about the owls and the echidnas. Yeah. And then all and, and then Tails is so like, you're telling this is, age, this is a hundred year conflict, and then Sonic goes like Vin Diesel in the rock. So it's this like, man heard about genocide. And then his first reaction was uh, to make a pop culture yeah, reference. Exactly. And that and that just takes you out of the story entirely. Like, Knuckles, like, um, Sonic, Sonic, they got a real Tony Stark shit thing going. Shit thing. Going with, uh, <laughs> with Sonic. Um, he just he's making pop cultural references. It's almost like someone watched the Iron but Man it's, movies. It's, it's bad pop cultural references. It doesn't like work like it does Iron really. Man because like, like literally the first like, like ten to fifteen minutes, like I was I was uh cringing, but at the same time like laughing at the jokes. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> later on, in the, later on in the movie, I'm literally just cringing, and it, it's just horrible. No, Jane Harry's making it's puns painful. the entire time about half of Jim Carrey's jokes. Yeah, all of Jim Carrey's jokes are like they they land. They land. They land. Jim Carrey delivers them, <laughs> but if anyone else was reading them. It would be terrible. He calls okay, so a couple more. Sonic calls uh, Knuckles the Winter Soldier at one point. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> okay, yeah. Let me give you some more snow. context. While they're sledding, the snow. While they're sledding down the snow. a mountain, like in like like, like that no uh like the James Bond movie. Yeah. You know, like it, it was it's as ridiculous. A scene like that, that where they sled down the mountain and there's like an avalanche behind them. It's 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 so it's it's crazy. It's, okay, but okay, real quick. That is where the movie falls apart for like 20 minutes. Because once they get to the wedding, um, the recast general shows up and it just all digresses. They have this sequence where Sonic um, and the human, his human yeah. owner, I yep. don't even remember, James Marsden's character, yep. they're captured. And then we have, um, you know what, Shim? Spoilers for Sonic 2. Screw <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, so Sonic's uh, Sonic's uh, human friends, uh, J- uh, Maddie 
and then um, James Marsden's character. <laughs> What's his name? I don't, I don't remember either. Is it like Hank uh, or something? No. Yeah, that, Tom, it's Tom. Donut Lord. So they're at a wedding for, um, for, for Maddie's sister, and then it's revealed when Sonic shows up through a ring... It's revealed that the entire wedding is government agents from the agency. It's so government. stupid. It is so stupid. <laughs> from the gun agents. So, like, this, the arc, the arc, the story arc is basically, yeah, like, uh, Maddie's sister is getting married, right? And her so, husband's, like, a And her husband agent. is a secret agent, unbeknownst to her. Unbeknownst to her. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, this is, like... We don't, you don't find that out until like exactly like halfway through the movie where like this random, like this, I don't think like anyone saw this twist coming. No way. And it was, check up, but check up. That's the most good, good, good twist. Good twist. Shut What's up, up M9. <laughs> Shut up, M9. Okay, but yeah. then, yeah, yeah, then, then Sonic <laughs> and Knuckles and Eggman are gone for 20 minutes and we get hijinks <laughs> with Maddie and her sister and they're all just going all over the place it's, and it's, shit. Yeah. It's terrible. But then the third act picks up again. The action's amazing. Yeah. So it's worth a watch, I'd say. Yes. What, what would you say? I, I guess so, yeah. Uh, yeah, if, I mean, especially the see... third, like the huge... Like final battle when you get the team ups uh, with the characters. I need to tell you, it feels like a game. One of the stupidest things in the movie. Yeah, real for quick, me. and then we'll get okay, final scores. So you know, Chaos Emerald being introduced in this movie, they got they gotta they gotta have a you know supersonic, right? Did they have him? Yes, they had supersonic, but 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 they also had super robotnik. <laughs> They also had Super Robotnik, and the stupidest thing they did with this dude is that when he gets the Chaos Emerald, like he's wearing his red suit, right? Like his you iconic guys, red you guys, suit. You this guys didn't see it, but I just walked away. He like absorbs the the Chaos Emerald. Yeah, the Chaos Robotnik Emerald. Randomly. Okay, the Master Emerald. Yes, or the, the, ma the Master. The Master. The Chaos Emerald. Okay, in this lore, the Chaos Emeralds make up the Master Emerald. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's the Sonic lore. <laughs> It's not. It's not. Okay. 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 Anyway. Anyway. Just, just, okay. Can I, can I finish explaining yeah, finish this it. shit? Okay. So, so they, they, okay. The Chaos Emerald's like in this like temple thing, right? And they have to go through this maze. Master and they get, Emerald. The Master Emerald. They, <laughs> it's it's the same thing. thing. It's the same thing. In this movie, it's the same thing. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> they go through this like maze with booby traps and like they get across, you know, eventually. <laughs> And they, as in Knuckles and Robotnik, right? And so, while uh, Sonic and uh, Knuckles are fighting in this, like, setting and stuff like that, it, while they're distracted, Robotnik decides to walk up and, like, grab the Chaos Emerald and, you know, uh, steal the power for himself. Because, you know, he's a he's a deceiving little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's a <million>. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Treacherous. Treacherous. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> This man, okay, so he literally grabs this chaos that really, he, he, he absorbs this shit, and it looks like he dies. I'm not lying. I literally <laughs> thought he, he might have died, because the whole freaking place collapsed, and, like, <laughs> the next shot is, like, Sonic and Knuckles, like, trying to escape, the, like, the rubble. <laughs> that's, like, literally, that's that's what it is. And then, like, and then and then after, like, later, we find Robotnik, like, he, he disappears, but then he reappears, he like, in this, God. like, super... You like, become God. In his, in his, in his, <laughs> wait, in the land. Okay, so like, imagine this. So they're in, they're in like Hawaii, right? And they're on an island, and this is where this is all happening. You know, like with this like this pyramid-looking thing yeah. with the uh, Chaos Emerald, and then, and then like literally, Robotnik is gets transported 
to Green Hills. Green Hills from like this Hawaiian no, island. No, he thing. transports no, himself no, no, there. No, 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 he does not transport himself there. You cannot tell me that he controlled that. Yeah, because he how did he control he it? Appears and disappears because the Chaos Emeralds. No, okay. Sorry, the Master Emeralds <laughs> powers aren't explained. But as you were, like, they aren't explained. Yes. Okay. Well, you are gonna talk about his costume real quick. Yes, right? yes, yes. That's what I was gonna talk. Yes, I was yes, gonna get to. This, I was gonna get to that. This is okay. what I wanted to do when I was twenty-one years old. I wanted to be <laughs> still talking about Sonic lore, something that I shaked off when I turned fifty. Luckily, <laughs> so I didn't end up like freaking Chris Chan. All right, <laughs> look, look at us. No, no, no. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Low blow, low blow. Jacob, Chris come on. What do you mean, low blow? Oh, what is guy, that dude has me mental illness, I think. Seriously, I said mental illness is that excuse you from hurting people. <laughs> okay, anyway, Real anyway, let me just continue what okay. I was saying. Okay, he's he reappears in Green Hills, right? In like his super secret lair in this place called Mean Bean, where his. <laughs> where his. Where his evil. This evil henchman, you know, like the guy from the first Agent movie. Stone, yeah. Agent Stone. He, he uh, basically, you know, went with Robotnik gone in the like mushroom planet or whatever. He, he creates this small business and like sells he's coffee. Robotnik's face on the coffee, like in the foam or whatever. It's <laughs> anyway, anyway, but they won't say, okay, yeah, yeah, anyway. <laughs> say that he's gay. Why? I don't know why. He's 22. He's clearly gay. He's 22. He's clearly he's 20, he just 20, loves 20. him. He just loves him. <laughs> He oh yeah, they were friends. They were Those friends. are friends. That's a good friendship. B F F A E. Okay, Jacob, real quick. Jacob, come on. Okay, okay. Say, anyway. Yes, yes. So the the uh, Robotnik appears in that lair, uh, in the in the secret lair back in Green Hills in Mean Bean, right? <laughs> and as he appears, this man has like little uh, green sparks flying all across his costume and shit. He looks like the Flash. He looks like the Flash or something. <laughs> And and and, 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 and magically, his suit, his suit, this red suit, this red and black suit has become black and green to match the colors of the emerald. Yep. <laughs> to somehow, somehow, he gets a he gets a costume. Cha he changes it, his costume, gets upgraded because he, he absorbs the, the 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 master the master emerald or whatever. It's so stupid. Oh my God. And then he creates a robot. And then he creates a huge ass robot out of oh, tanks yeah, and police cars. That's it. That's cool. Though. That's the. That's <laughs> the. Not, but again, this is Nobody isn't the most... creates. A, I can't remember what the name of it was, but there's a name for that giant robot. Yeah, like, but he he gets he gets uh he <laughs> gets death, god. No, not the death. He gets god powers, Jonathan. He, he takes apart tanks and trains yeah. and cars and turns it into a giant robot just through electricity. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. The emerald is and, and it controls the whole robot through the electricity until he does it because the chaos emerald has to be taken away from him to get half supersonic show up in the movie. So eventually, the robot is like running by itself, and then supersonic, you know, shows up and kills that thing. Like he destroys he that thing. One shots the thing. It's like it's like Captain Marvel, Marvel in Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> Endgame. Yeah, Endgame. Endgame. Oh, it's Captain Marvel in Endgame. Is this? Yeah, is, is this? Is this it? <laughs> Yes, that's exactly oh it. Oh my god, what is this? <laughs> John, he looks like, Jago wants he, to see it. He looks like yeah. Discount Hella. It's, it's <laughs> he looks like Discount Hella. It's, it's he does. Um, no, but that's not the most horrifying he they looks in the movie. Him, they should have gave him this one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
The audience can't see that. The audience, it's Eggman inside of a Sonic costume. Yeah, it is as horrifying as it sounds. Inside of Sonic? No, 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 no. But but they they had Jim Carrey floss in this thing. Oh yeah, at the beginning of the movie. He's flossing. He's having fun. You can tell. Like I said, best part. This movie movie. was dated from from the release. This thing was dated when the script was written. Guys, (laughs) guys, guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, When you said they had a uh, in the beginning, Jim Carrey was flossing. I legitimately thought you meant that he was cleaning his teeth. Oh (laughs) no, no, no! Does this mean I'm old? Perhaps, man. Perhaps maybe you're blessed because you don't have that horrible, horrible image, you know, freaking stuck in, in your mind. Shut up! Yeah. Stop! <laughs> Last anyway. thing I'll say, because I was really annoyed by this. They pulled the Transformers 5 retcon no, shit. No, no, with this no. Long no. Claw sent Sonic to Earth. Yes. Because the Chaos Emerald, sorry, the Master Emerald was on Earth. And yep. she wanted him to guard it. Yup. 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 Earth is Cybertron, and Earth is the freaking resting place of the Master Emerald, apparently. Why is never explained. Why they hate the... Did they have that? Jacob, please tell me they had the Knuckles song in this. No, they didn't. Maybe they had it in the credits, but we left early. No. <laughs> they, set up the, they set up the third movie. We spoiled the entire thing. Oh, yeah, the third, movie. Jonathan, the third movie. Jonathan, 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 the post-credits Jonathan, guess the, the post-credits scene. Guess the post-credits scene. Did No, Jonathan. No. Oh, but no, no, no. But when Eggman's falling to his supposed demise, his last line. Guess his last line. Guess the last thing. <laughs> the potential the, la- the, the uh, potential last line of Jim Carrey's career. It's horrible. <laughs> I'll be back in the sequel. No, no. One more guess. Uh, that's okay. the way the I, the you gotta crack a few eggs. <laughs> so, Jim, as he's falling, as Eggman's falling, he goes <laughs> later. Haters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I really hope that. I hope that's the last line of his career. I really <laughs> hope that it is. <laughs> that, I hope that's it for him. I hope that that's how it ends. No, I, I, I don't. I hope he gets something better, bro. Like I want to see him something. Oh come good. on! This is a bad way to go out. This is a horrible way to go out. You kidding me? On this movie, there's no way. It's a mess. <laughs> It's a mess, bro. It's, it's entertaining. He was it good is, in it. It is entertaining. He was good. It is, he I was had good fun. In it. I had fun. Yes. He was good. But the other humans were horrible. They, they make the movie. They make the movie worse. They spoil it. They spoil the movie. Yeah, they do. Jacob, wait, Jacob, you gotta answer me this one question. Yeah, does, does Knuckles better not chuckle once in this movie? Did he chuckle? Did he chuckle once? No, Jonathan. No. Knuckles asks for grapes. Yeah, he asks for the grapes as a dessert. For dessert. Okay, like, okay. okay. Dessert I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. That's actually a deep lore thing that yeah, like You're this. kidding! It is. <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. You're kidding! Oh yeah, they also have like a, a a model, like a dummy that looks exactly like the freaking Sonic drawing at the beginning of the movie. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's the context. I'll give you some context. He's like saving this town, like Batman. You know, he's like no, no, no. Like Sonic has run off to Seattle yeah. to fight crime. It's I don't know why. <laughs> this is the first scene you see Sonic. He's, tra- he's trying to do a Batman. You see Sonic, thing. yeah, saving. It's like it's like the beginning of Amazing Spider-Man Two. Just imagine that. It's literally, it's, it's literally is that, but with Sonic. And they literally, oh my god, they did it. Even like the like the bomb things, right? Yeah, like the capsules, it's, right? Yeah, it set up like nuclear capsules. It's literally a bunch of tubes of bomb. They yeah. stole they it. They stole it. Oh my god. Jesus. Okay, yeah. Okay. Look at that. It, it literally is the opening to Amazing Spider-Man Two. But I mean, they had they had one one creative thing I will give them. You know, like Sonic uses a screwdriver to disassemble a car that and stop cool. it. You know, that was kind of cool. Okay, that's kind of funny. That was uh, it's, it's funny. It's funny. Like. And 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 they got they got away with the with the <laughs> they use they use so many words to like almost uh you know like make uh, curse words innocuous. Oh, that was funny. You know like shiitake. They use like shiitake and shit. time to get off the shiitake planet. Yeah, was yeah, Eggman yeah, said yeah. on the mushroom planet. Exactly. That was pretty clever. That was, I like that. Like and, and <laughs> they do like a lot of like borderline shit in this movie. I feel like, but like. At least at the be- toward the beginning, and that's why I like the beginning. The beginning was like the best part of the movie for but me. The human stuff, the tore human, it apart. The human but then stuff. they came back together in the end. Yeah. So overall, yeah, I go six point five out of ten for me for this thing. I'm gonna go f- you, six. Gonna six, go lower. six. Okay. Out of 10. Real quick, because I realized you never did guess. Well, guess the post credit scene. Uh, what did they set up for the third movie? Uh. Uh, probably some of the big the cat. No, no. They said I'm big the cat, didn't they? I, they show him fishing. Really. He's been rocky. Sonic is fishing in this movie, but they don't set up big the cat. No. Yeah. One more guess, and then I'll tell you. They bring yeah. the Give girl from guesses. 2006. Fine, Sonic 2006. They do not bring. I'm kidding. Why do I know her name? Oh my <laughs> god! Why do I know her name? They bring this silver. Do they God. bring okay? Give me a hint. Do they bring in another Sonic character? No. Yeah, they do. No. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. just trying to throw you off. Is it Amy? Nope. It is. That's not. It is Kurt. Kurt. Last no, I'm guess. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Shadow. Yep. yep. Project oh, Shadow, baby. God. And you, you see Shadow in a capsule, baby. I don't know how the hell they're gonna explain that they were developing a hedgehog That's on Earth stupid. 50 years ago. Before, before they got on Earth. Before Sonic. They're gonna retcon the shit out of that is this stupid. thing. It's gonna the plot's about to get stupider. <sighs> Alright. And you know and something else came out. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm never gonna watch it in theaters. No, I will not watch Morbius. The true Daylocker. You know what, Ruben? We don't even have to talk about it, really. Cause, the, I mean, I have, I have to leave. I think it's best to just, you know, not even give yeah. it the attention it wants. Fun fact. No, fun fact. Not even. Let's <laughs> let's not even talk about the shitty post-credit scenes that they made without Marvel's permission that brought the Vulture fun. into the universe of Sony. You know? Can I say a fun fact? Fun what fact. What were you gonna say, Joe? Jer- Jared Leto actually drank blood. <laughs> to prepare for the I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know what Jared Leto did do? Jared Leto acted like a cripple on set and then would take one hour bathroom breaks. Yeah. That man is that man is mentally ill. He is crippled. As, some, mentally as, someone, as, some, as someone who has a, as someone who has a chronic mental illness, I think Jared Leto <laughs> he's got issues. Yeah. Man. Dude, that, that's someone who can't act. Who actually has to be Oscar, experience, experiencing shit to be able to actually <laughs> act the shit out? 
change the way you live. You are not a good actor. I am sorry. Call out. Method acting. Method acting. Not, not, not. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Why, 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 why do you have to act like the character off set? Yeah. Can you just. Like I, I get it, I get it. Like for an accent, you know what I'm saying. Like if you're practicing an accent, yeah, sure. you know, like you can you can do that offset. But like if yeah. you're literally like acting like a cripple, offset, sending <laughs> condoms we, to we, your Suicide Squad cast members as we, Joker. Can we can we say cripple? I don't know. Yes. No. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, Giant fan. If they cancel us for cripple, they differently, us for cripple. differently able. Okay, Sorry. I'll throw yeah, that yeah, one out yeah, there just yeah, so yeah. they can't cancel us. I'm, I'm covering our asses. All right. Okay, Ruben. I'll, I'll say something out loud so that you could cover it up um, when I when I do say that word. Redacted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Now every time that you say every time that you say redacted before that, you have to replace it with that. Yeah. Yeah. Ruben is grimacing. You guys suck. You guys suck. Ruben sucks at editing. It's revealed. No, 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 no. I don't suck at editing. I'd like to see you edit, Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. You want to send the wrong audio file your way? Yeah, yeah. Take the challenge. Take the challenge. I dare you. It's 90 minutes. It's a 90 minute podcast. You're going to be able to edit it? I don't have that time. Exactly. You don't. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this. But you got that money, you can pay someone to edit. (laughs) Thank you for tuning uh, in, guys. Whoever, whoever, I stole your thunder. I stole your thunder. How you feel? How you feel? I opened the show. I closed the show. (laughs) I feel like that's that's only fair, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who knows when we'll record again? We'll probably be on the other side of a lot of things in our own personal lives. Jacob will probably have a college decided by then. Jonathan will be through this senior recital. And me, I don't know. I'll be somewhere, hopefully, uh, closer to finishing for this degree. And my girlfriend will have picked a grad school. Good luck, Rachel. Rachel. Good luck. (laughs) Can't wait to hear where that is. Um, so, yes, we will talk about Moon Knight on a future episode, for sure, if anyone was curious about that. Yeah. We will. Uh, yeah, we ended up talking 30 minutes about a movie I have not seen. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan, don't lie. You appreciated sitting through that Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog conversation. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) That was was a fun conversation. It's like watching it. Watching a train crash. Wait, unbreakable full circle. <laughs> Damn. And on that note, we out. We out. See you guys in uh, what, however long it. I won't it, promise two weeks, but yeah. we will be back. <laughs> Peace. Out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>